Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Fangs Out podcast brought to you by the Wide World of Wargaming. As always, I am your host, Vincent Morgado. Joining me as per the usual, Mr. Drew Bishop Sai. Hello there. And Mr. Jeff Wilder. Hello, everybody. And we are proud to be joined by the legendary member of Team Militant Casual who has destroyed all of us on multiple occasions, Natty Patty himself and winner of the uh, Gold Squadron Flight Club Alpha Qualifier, Mr. Patrick Hansen. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome on in, sir. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I just got to ask, in what world did you think that three Jedi Knights with 7B was going to win this tournament, or were you just doing this for the meme? No, it was actually all about Lumi and Chopper, because Sam uh, Simino, Simino, how do you, yep, Simino. he played me with Chopper Lumi, and he just he wrecked me with that ship. Sam, Sam has been flying Chopper Lumi since well before COVID. He's, yeah, he is a very big for, proponent of that ship. He was flying it for like 18 months. And yep. I, was, I would fly like in bases against him. And he's like jamming Vader locks and Grand Inquisitor evades. And... Yep. I've, I've tried to make Luminara work with Chopper a couple times. And I, I'm just, I try to use Luminara for her ability and not for the double reposition into the chopper. I, so I just can't get it right. Uh, I just, she's pure support for my list. So I don't even care if she gets shots. Like, like in the final, I like bank one way and barreled backwards, just to jam Django. Uh, <laughs> I, didn't care. I didn't care too much if she gets shots. A lot of games, I would just like five straight over people and just jam them. I noticed that too in some of your top matches. I was like, man, Lumi's like, what is Lumi doing? But at the same time, I wasn't paying attention to like the actions and things. So I'd come in, I'd drift in and out and it would be like, oh, there's most of a list on the table. And then of course, all of your list is on the table. And then I'll come back and there'll be like one Jedi almost dead, but most of their list is gone. And I'm like, what happened? Like, wow. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't lose Lumi in any of my matches. She's survived what? every single match. All 11 matches, and we never died. Wow. That is crazy. What sort of list did you play against? Um, so I lost my first match, which was a Zuckus, Bounty Hunter, and a Nomlom. And mm. I went for the Bounty Hunter first. I should have went for Zuckus. Yeah. And Zuckus, like, had outmaneuver, and he was just destroying my Jedi from, like, range three. Yeah, the, is it, was it the, the, the Zuckus-Zam crew... Um, angled uh, angled deflector build. No, he had a uh, Zuckus outmaneuver and Maul. Oh, and Nomlom had Zam, I think. Ah, uh, oh, interesting. But he said he was only playing like the last nine months. But he did pretty good, and he got Zuckus behind my entire squad and kind of tore him up. And... Yeah, when you're. 7B getting outmaneuvered is, uh, it feels an awful lot like flying an X-Wing. In fact, it feels yeah. exactly like flying an X-Wing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But I yeah. learned because my second game was against Nom Lom, Zuckus, Seaver, and Palab. <laughs> and I just, yeah, yeah, hard, you just, so I you just made good Zuckus. Yeah. You just dumpstered Zuckus on the second attempt? Pretty, yeah, I think it's like yeah. second or third round. Zuckus was off the map. Nice, nice. But it's yeah, good to see I... people running Paylob again. Yeah, that one, I was like, oh, okay, I can't. I was just target locking with my Jedi all game. Yep. Well, that's how you beat Paylob, is no, you can't steal my target lock. I'm just never going to take a focus token. Well, at the same time, with the Force from the Jedi, right, it's like, why not, right? Especially with the rolling three dice with the Delta, like, you know. Yeah, it's just that you have to play a little bit more of a conventional game because you can't reposition into a focus with... Right, right. I'm, I defer to, to Pat on how exactly, you know, you handle force users against Paylob. I just, I don't fly a lot of force users. So how did, you know, what was your, besides taking the target locks, how did you deal with that? Pretty much just, you just target lock. A lot of double repositioning target lock. Paylob uh, Mover got one token from me, and then Lumi was jamming Paylob's focuses away. Yeah. So, Lumi was MVP in most of my matches because I played in my top four match against Nicholas. I played him in like round four also, and then it kind of went the same way. He was like tearing me up at the beginning, 
with the tricks. And then once Tarani was off the board, I had my three Jedi left and he had his three ships. And then my ships just hit harder. He probably outflew me in both games, but I could just target lock with my focus and hit harder. And with the double reposition too, you know, none of these ships, you know, they can, they have, you know, Captain Jostra obviously has the barrel roll. The Black Sun has the weird wavy barrel roll and Mux, you know, with the moldy crow. But at the same time, you know, th that's not double repo, right? Getting one boost or one barrel roll, right? It's not, it's not both. So. Yeah, his, his torque will tore me up in the second match. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, the was this first... Nicholas? Yeah. Yeah. So but in the, in our first match... I was jamming Torkoal's focuses also. He wasn't hitting as hard. Mm -hmm. But in that first one, yeah, he, had, he had all his focuses and he was jamming. Yeah, Nicholas is probably... I, I would not be pushing it to say that he's probably one of the five best scum players in the entire community. Um, his results definitely back that up. So I'm that's pretty impressive that you beat one of his... I don't even know what to... Like, he just writes some weird bullshit scum lists. And the fact that you beat it with something, you know, pretty, I don't want to say conventional, but I mean, essentially just, I'm going to throw, you know, nine to 10 or 11 red dice at you a turn and you're just not going to have a token. Uh, that's, that's a pretty impressive W there. Yeah. He, he was really good. Like he did maneuvers. I was like, Oh crap. Like when he yeah. turned a uh, torque over the gas cloud, I wasn't expecting him to do that. Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, no way, like, oh my gosh, and uh, Jeff and I, we actually were in the middle of, he uh, was, Jeff, were you teaching me um, Vassal at that time? We were watching your top four match, um, and we stopped shortly, shortly after that, and I was like, man, it looks like, you know, it looks like Natty Patty isn't going to do it, and then we looked back two turns later, and it was two ships left to your, like, four or three, and we were like, what? He pulled it! He did it! Like, that's crazy. So that was I, awesome. I, I stopped watching when it was 104 to 99, so you, you had taken the lead, and I don't think he got any more points after that. What other list did you run in? What list did you run into during the uh, during the tournament that you specifically had trouble with, or I mean, did you essentially deal with everything the same way? Um, Nicholas's list probably yeah was the most trouble, just because of Torkoal's ability. I mean, not Torkoal, um, Tarani's ability. Yeah. yeah, that was probably the toughest, but. I went against like the Sloan Swarm in the top 32, and I just like five straight boost, five straight boost, and a two Jedi range one on the Reaper. Um, yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, you can re uh, Reapers burn pretty quick. That's why generally I prefer a Sloan Swarm to have a uh, a Decimator in there. Yeah, but those Jedi when they're only 49 points, like I don't mind trading one for like. A forty-five point ship, if it's sure, or ha ship. half on something, right? Half on something very big. Yeah, it's like against uh, Nicholas's squad. Like Tarani was cost a little bit more than my Jedi, so I don't mind trading one of my Jedi for Tarani because then I have three Jedi versus just their Torkoal and the Viper. Mm -hmm. There's almost not a bad like looking at Nicholas's list. There almost isn't a bad trade for you there. Trading out a Jedi against any one of these ships, I mean, maybe, I, I guess probably the one you would least want to trade for is Justero, just because he's not really that special by himself. But Torkoal, if you yank that, you're talking about getting rid of an extra efficiency and a bonus attack. Tarani, you're getting rid of an extra attack and bonus damage. The Black Sun can be problematic just because of the weird way it uh, it repositions and the fact that it's a three three you know three red three green. But the thing is that uh, against all odds, he's got that ship um, out and knitted, right? So it has to choose its bendy barrel roll before before he he has to choose his double reposition or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're relying a whole... The, the other thing that we're not saying out loud is that, you know, and this is the Natty Patty special. I've been on the receiving end of this. When you double reposition with a Jedi Knight, you don't have any mods. Right. 
Yeah, a lot of my games, I wasn't... I didn't do a lot of double reposition. Maybe I played a, a M3A Interceptor Swarm with like a bunch of Proton Torpedoes. That was probably yeah. the game I where double repositioning was great because <laughs> you have four super aces pretty much. Yep. So how, how often did you find yourself, because the games we're talking about, it seems like at, at init three, you had a lot of games where you had the init advantage, where you were effectively aces. Um, how, what were the games where you played where you were, where you were not the ace and you had to, you had to work around that. Yeah, so I played Vader, Riad, and a high heavy with like this wow. laser cannon. And then I play a lot of Vader, so I knew. Yeah, to go of all, all of all the people on... I would trust to know how to beat Dark Vader, you're one of them. I just went all guns on Vader, and he burned his afterburners pretty fast running. <laughs> and then once Lumi was jamming, Riot never had a focus token the entire game. <laughs> oh. I've seen somebody do that with, um, I think it was a five ship Republic list where they just chased uh, a defender all over the board with some, with another form of jam. I don't remember exactly what ship it was, but it is funny how quick a defender becomes essentially just a bullet sink that doesn't do any real damage unless they roll like extremely well. If you take their, their offensive mods away. Yeah. So like the great thing about Lumi is like, like in the riot thing, I would jam her focus. She had range one on a Jedi. So I jam her focus. She rolls above average, like three hits. Then yeah. you Lumi a hit when I ball. Yeah, the Jedi, and she can't probably, about it. the Jedi probably gets one paint and you can turn that to any bait. So you're plinking one shield. Yep. And so that was pretty much the entire game. It was, it was just plink, plink, plink. I'm chasing Vader. And then once I get Vader, then it's on to Riot. Uh, and you just burn your way down the initiative chart. Yep. yep. And then Did you the run into the... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so the other high initiative, um, top 32 match was the other Django Zan. Oh, so you'd already played that once before. Not the before, same. Not the, the final. Same. Yeah, it wasn't Sasha. Uh, it was somebody else. Michael other... Turner. Yep. So I played him top 32. And I got Zam out, I think, round two. Two? Oh. So I five straighted. I five straighted and boosted with my Jedi. He four straighted Zam. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> his green dice weren't great. <laughs> so that's was, that's putting it mildly 007. So yeah. Zam lost four shields, and then the next round I took Zam off the board. Yep. Yeah. Um. So. So, Patrick, did you did you ever catch anyone off guard, or was there any other lists other than um, the strange sort of scum Tarani, um, with the with the free damage or free attacks, um, that that ever caught you off guard? It sounds like Lumi was able to deal with most high initiative action economy, so your Jedi could kind of knock them under. Was there anything else that sort of caught you off guard that you weren't familiar with? Uh, Dooku crew for sure in the finals. Like, he was like, oh, I'm, like, when I flew over the rock, he's like, Dooku crew, crit. I'm like, oh, man, I don't know, a 50-50 shot of surviving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when I was watching the re I watched the replay yesterday, and, uh, like, on the first round when Jango, like, took three shields off my Jedi, and he was, like, aiming for the, and he was kind of pointing towards the rocks, then I heard the owner... Uh, it was William saying that he could like three bank over the rock and like do cool blank. And I'm like, Oh, I never thought about that. I, I never anticipated Django going over the rock, but I was like, he could go over the rock and just be range one on my ships. So yeah, Dooku caught me off guard with all the tricks that you could do. Like, Dooku is a little bit, I, I, he's a more flexible version. I think of probably Han and the Falcon where he just comp where he just throws out, the the result of any die he get doesn't like or just guarantees any result he does want. Um that card probably is a little too good for ten points. Uh I it's, it's also incredibly undervalued. I've watched so many games online of Zam Django where people just don't use Dooku and it gets to the point where like, you know, Dion or, or some of the other casters are like, 
why doesn't he Dooku? He can Dooku there, and they never Dooku. And so I'm glad to, to, to hear that, you know, maybe that can separate, or that separates some of the, the Django Zam players, you know, the good from the great, right? For people who add, who truly know how to use Dooku to the best extent, you know? Yeah, it's Sasha, a monster of a crew card. Yeah, Sasha used them, like, perfectly in our game. He was like, like, if he didn't have mods, he's like, Dooku crit, and then Lone Wolf, and he's like, Okay. Like console fire, he's like Dooku blank. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, I uh, I ran into a into a, a Django Sun fact list over the weekend, and I, the number of the Django is very rapidly looking a lot like Boba in that they have they just have access to too many mods in too many slots. Um, we talked about this a little bit with repositions on the Ada, which underperformed in this tournament, by the way to a pretty ridiculous degree. Um, I think Steve Cotillo might be the the high watermark for the ADA in this, in this event. Um, but if you think about, you've got access to a, the, the ship itself has a mod. You've got an elite pilot talent. You've got a, you've got your crew slot. You've got the, you've got a mod slot and then you've got the title and that's leaving out. I think also it has a, it has the gunner as well. Meaning that Django essentially has access to five or six different ways to modify his dice. It, yeah, it gets it gets fucking you, ludicrous pretty quick. Yeah, it gets crazy. And you could even take like the Boba Gunner selfie. Boba Gunner is so good. If you know how to range, <laughs> if if you know how to range control, Boba Gunner is an absolute is just a gem. It's just a gem. And do I mean how much do we want to talk about false transponder codes being the standout release of of Wave Eight? Yeah, those caught me off guard in a couple games too. Yeah, they they get me more than once. I target lock Zam, and then it's like false transponder codes. I'm like, oh great, now my uh, Jedi is naked. Because <laughs> I boosted and locked. <laughs> yeah, I, that was one yep. of the first things I learned. The first game I played against Zam, um, it was over TTS, obviously, and. I I the I just focused with everybody, and then we realized that even with Zam's condition card to get the lock, she couldn't take the lock because she had false transponder codes, and and the the my my opponent wound up using their own lock to burn the false transponder the transponder codes because I wasn't taking target locks, and so it can be a double edged sword, especially on a ship like Zam that has that free action economy to gain the lock. You know. Yep. It just gives that it, false transponder codes are so good because for a two ship list, you essentially negate your opponent's uh, uh, your opponent's hard alpha strike. Um, like I tend to run fairly three die and three to, and torpedo heavy lists, and a Django or a Zam with a false transponder code essentially I cannot shoot the thing unless I bring an E wing and just eat your false transponder your false transponder codes first turn. So. And healings are hyperspace legal, so <laughs> right. Yep. It's yep. an asymmetric card. If if you think about um if you think about contraband cybernetics, which went up to three, contraband cybernetics lets you do something. Yeah. Right? And it costs three. False transponder codes takes away something that your opponent wants to do, and it only costs two. Well, and it's also, but it's also, I'm sorry, pardon me. It, it's also active in that if you, it, if they lock you, you jam them automatically. If you lock them, you jam them automatically and yeah, you still keep that, your lock. That's what I'm so saying. It's, it, oh, I'm it, sorry. It, it, you, you mentioned only the defense event, or at least I thought you did. No, no. I, I, I'm talking about it's asymmetric in that it imposes something. It, it takes away something from your opponent actively, no matter how it's used. Yeah. Yep. Um, as opposed uh, to contraband cybernetics, which lets you do something that you have to be able to do in the first place, and and it costs less. And it seems like that sort of ability of being able to do, to take something away from somebody else's list should cost more than the ability to let your your list do something else. Agreed. I think the worst part about false transponder codes, I don't mean to like stick on this for a little too long, but looking at it now, the jam, you don't have to jam the target lock. You just, you just jam the ship. So you could pull a focus off of them or yep. like an evade, 
or yep. or something. Yeah, like it. There's it. That's just or reinforced or reinforced. <laughs> exactly. That it's just ridiculous. That's awesome. But also it's, it's a very good card. Yep. It's just an extremely good card. It'll go up. I suspect it'll go up to four. Well, we'll find. I mean, we'll find out what the plan is in or, a week, as of yesterday. Or contraband will go back down to two, and it might go to three. So let's say now that uh, we got Pat, thanks for, you know, talking us through a lot of your games and talking to us about some of your matchups. Let's take a look at the overall results here. Um, I have to say, I think we could probably call the the overall Swiss champ on day one a little bit unexpected. I know I wouldn't pick oh, yeah. five red squads with turrets and proton torps to take out, to, to come out on top. Yeah, that one, I did I didn't know anything about anyone else's like list. Then I was just talking with the guys in like chat, and they're like, "I'm like, who's the undefeated guy? What's he flying?" They're like, five Y wings." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, Five-wings, and it's so. there's there's no extra efficiency. He doesn't have synchronized console. He doesn't have wolf pack. He doesn't have anything like that. It's just. Five, five it's it's 40 health that don't care about crits they've got bombs they have control elements yeah. they've got dorsal turrets to protect the flanks and then if you know if you're low in it they run up on you with two guys with torpedoes and blast you in the face it's a dope list or yeah. or they k-turn and then take all the shots and then drop proton bombs in front of yep. you and then fly away yeah that's yep. yeah. done that before target combined with uh area denial i mean when when you know where somebody's not going to be able to fly, you know where to point your ships, or at least to point your turrets. You're yep. going to have shots with all five of these guys every round. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or at least, or like, probably, yeah. I mean, it's it's going to be hard to approach <laughs> this many arcs and this many focus tokens and not catch something every turn. No, and they're just you're going to if you're trying to dodge. You know, a lot of times you're giving up shots, and if every time you give up shots against 40 health, you just fall further and further behind. Yeah, I hope he's just going to be getting, like, all these shots every single round. <laughs> and it's, Not to mention it's almost like from... a 360-degree threat with the yeah. bombs and herd and front arc. It's just... Yep. Um, who else we got? Uh, Matt Carey needs no introduction. Another weird scub list coming in second in Swiss overall. Dangar, Protorps, Autoblasters, Zam, and Greedo. That's brutal. Um, if do you like unblockable damage and bonus attacks, I've got the build for you. Paylob with Transponder Codes and Moldy Crow. Do we need should we talk about how much Moldy Crow is showing up again after just like a two point drop? Uh, it's, it's a str- it's, it's a strong card. Hard, yeah. yeah. It's it's I think a lot of it is just that double focus you just carry around. So that's huge because that gives them the ability to do other things. Yeah, boost jam, just target lock. A lot more jam and actually these days too. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty nasty. There's a lot of you know I don't mean to keep going back to false transponder codes. But most of these lists have four or more ships in them. Yep. I can also see that you know you you get one one guy to, to take a naked lock, right? Um, interesting though. Did you? So what were your other Patrick? What were your other matches? Um, from the top thirty-two onward, did you play like the Wolfwaro, Jan Dutch Jake list or mm-hmm. uh, Jefferson was flying that one? I didn't. Yeah. I didn't play him. My top thirty-two was the. Django, the other Django Zam, uh, the Sloan Swarm, uh, the M3A Swarm. Was it Octor? It was an Octor. It was the one with three proton torpedoes, a plasma torpedo, and then two Zs with uh, tracers. I'm looking for this yeah, list because that I, sounds I, absolutely terrifying. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm looking for it That's, too. I'm, I'm, like, Wait a I'm shitting myself right now. Oh, I found it. Steven Parker. Yeah, so when I got matched up with that, I text the other guys. I'm like, well, I don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> I, that's that's nasty. But, you know, I approached that list pretty good. That was probably my best 
flying of the entire tournament was against that list. I don't think I've ever seen four proton torpedoes in a list before. So let me ask you guys this. Three in a plasma. Three in a plasma. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Three in a plasma. Do you, do you guys think that Hawk plus Moldy Crow, that <laughs> there's way too much value? Well, I mean, all of the value, because we don't see Hawks without Moldy Crow, right? Yeah, I, I it is unfortunate. The, the Hawk is just so fragile. Yeah, and it's, it needs to be super cheap, and the Moldy Crow needs to be super expensive. Um, and it's unfortunate because, you know, it's like you you want ships to have the, the classic title or whatever, but it's it's really weird design that they that they underestimated how much the moldy crow was worth by so so much and then they push it up and it falls out of favor and then they drop it two points and now the hawk is back um yeah but it's still like they're over 50 point ships yeah almost almost without exception the hawks with that title are over 50 points yeah yeah I, I, uh, I would bet that they'd like a redesign of that, of the of the Hawk Moldy Girl. I, I would bet they would like that. It leads me to think about the Delta B as a title. Obviously, we've seen calibrated Jedi and calibrated named Jedi doing very well. Um, do you guys think 49 points for a Jedi Knight is a little too cheap? Or no. is it, uh, for what you get, three whole three shields three attack dice, two... You're basically an X-Wing with a better shield-to-hull ratio, right? Like, you're trading one for one, and the shield is infinitely better. And uh, I mean, it's an, I don't know if it's infinitely better. It's it's not even, like... It's not even just even about health, I think. it's You have 4K, 5K, two sloops. Yeah. yeah. You have all the, all the options with the double reposition and the one force on top of them. Yeah, if you don't even reposition, now you're double modded attacks. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just they're they're really they're really really good for forty nine. Mm-hmm. Like and then because they dropped, it was like fifteen points, I think, to have the seven B on them. Yep. And then they dropped three points for initiative two and three. So three delta seven Bs total dropped nine points. I mean, it's it's nine points. The way you've got it built, they're nine points more than a red squad. Well, the the, Which... I mean, the, the real comparison though is the if you build a black squadron ace with heroic and R four astromech, right? Yeah, uh, that you know that's forty nine points, and I don't know. I mean, I sort of feel like those are those are pretty comparable. The the Jedi has the dial, but and you can say the Jedi has the double reposition, but it's a double reposition without modifiers. Yep. You know? um, it it might be a point too cheap, but probably not more than that. It doesn't it doesn't Chopper. feel or look like it's like it's overpowered. <laughs> Chop, chopper's the problem. If you wanna if you wanna talk about something that's too cheap, Chopper's too cheap. Chopper Chopper rewards you for for being in an extremely maneuverable chassis and moving first rewards you hideously. <laughs> and it gives those uh, Jedi evades without spending force. Mm-hmm. So every every first engagement, I would just go in and I um, first round I would waste one charge, and then right on first engagement, I would spend my second charge. So I'm range three with evade and two force. I'm moving. Yep. So yep. no one even shoots Lumi, and then I can just like three straight boost, and I'm range one. Yeah, and yeah. then then it's like I'll, then it's like I've got to get rid of these big guns that are pounding at me. Luminar is the one that's making it so I can't do any damage, but I I'm getting pounded by these huge guns. If I shoot at Luminar, I'm not I'm not getting any damage in on them. So it's sort of a bad target priority situation. Right. Right. Yeah. Give them a shot, like you said, Patrick. You you five straight or over the over the whole scrum, you know, whenever you can, and just jam a ship on the other side. Yeah, you just like that's what that's what Sam would do to me. He would like turn Lumi away from my ships, barrel roll backwards, and jam them. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, Chopper Chopper started at what? I want to say six points, if I remember correctly, like five or six, and they got bumped up to what it is. It's eight now. He's eight now, yeah. I mean, I don't think I want to go a whole lot higher with that. It's another one of those cards that takes something away from your opponent, and that is being able to disrupt your opponent. Like, people think, okay, well, it's one action for one action, right? Like, like if I get an action, that's the same thing as taking an action away from you. But that's not true. Strategically, tactically speaking, you disrupting the, what I want to do with my list is far more valuable than me getting some uh, some extra focus token or something. Yeah. It is, right? it is a double-edged sword, though, because... If you screw it up, you, you, you actively harm yourself. Yeah, but I mean, how often does that happen? How often in a in a delta in an ether sprite can you not get? How often can you not get in range to jam somebody else where it matters that you yourself are jammed? Right. I'm not disagreeing, Jeff. And the be- well, then the best part about it too, right? This is Lumi, right? So she's a named Jedi. She's got two force. So even if she has to jam herself, she's still got two focus she can spend, right? Like essentially, yeah. And then Ahsoka is like another really good carrier because she can like jam her target lock and take focus. Yep. Yep. Ahsoka's hilariously underutilized. Jam is one of those. (laughs) Jam is kind of like Tractor Beam was, where Tractor Beam was tested and the, the form of the rules was made with the assumption that you had to hit somebody to 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 tractor beam them right and the reason tractor beam became problematic is that they got away from that that basic foundation of the design of tractor beam and started just giving it out automatically and i think jam was originally you either hit them with jamming beam or, or whatever or at least they had to be very close to you um and you had to take an action to do it and now they're giving it out automatically with you know transponder codes and chopper and uh, and other effects and i think that i think it's the same problem it's the same the underlying action the underlying concept of jam and tractor beam were formed in a context where you had to actively do something to do it and now you. But don't. I mean, also, we were talking about the all the hawks have it, you know. Like, let's let's not restrict it to just what we're talking about. All of the a ship flying around with two focus tokens and a hundred and eighty degrees of coverage is flying around with a range one to range two jam. So let's let's not restrict it. Range two. Yeah, jam now is if you're in bullseye, it's out to range two. Okay. Um. All right. In bullseye. Yeah. I, I mean, I, that doesn't bother me as much. But yes. Okay. I'm just like you know. Let's 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 mention as many of the incidents where you could run into a jam. Uh, oddly enough, let's talk about the one that seems to have dropped off the face of the earth. Um, the Death Pigeon. Like, what has happened to the First Order shuttle? The Upsilon. I mean, it's the been completely, it's been completely replaced by the uh, the G class shuttle, right? Basically, just not. It's just not maneuverable enough. It, and... Yeah. Too expensive for one or that two too. shots a game. <laughs> yep, right, right, exactly. So what what can we? I mean, what? Let's we should also throw out some uh, some shout outs to a couple of friends of ours: Jefferson Jimenez, Kenneth Lyon. Uh, there was Brandon Care. Oh, hey, Brandon made the was twenty. Yeah, Brandon, Swiss. Brandon was twenty. Swiss. Swiss. Can I mention there that? is baby snap and three black squad aces. So, so that's the new Brandon. snap, right? That's the new snap, I assume. Yes. yes. Yeah. Super, super good with with just you just run it with other X wings. That's all it needs. How that how list. do you do? How do you do, Patrick? So that list is like a lot of it. You only play it one time. It has a lot of secrets and tricks. So I just played him in a casual game, and he can like he'll talon roll the T seventies. And then with the snap ability, he can flip and get a strain and a calculate. Yep. And then all of a sudden, his tracers are live. And then he can fire his tracers with that calculate, and then give everyone target locks. Yep. So it's it's money. Pretty nasty when it works. It, it's it's almost like having Leia, but without it. 
because you're still getting well it's actually better you're you're k turning with the option to, to give double mods to three of your ships yep. uh, looks like dr khan uh, let ryan um ryan let ryan down again <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's never gonna give up this scum this scum swarm. He'll never do it. <laughs> four mining guild sentries, four cartel spacers, and three tractor beams. Yeah. Oh, Derek Snyder. So you must have played uh Derek is the Sloan Storm you were talking about. Four Alpha yeah. Squads, an Academy, and the Reaper. Yep. Yeah. He's the reason I made the final. He told me that uh, every time he gets knocked out of the cut. That his opponent goes on to the final table. <laughs> <laughs> wow, nice. that's, I mean, that's awesome. about that's a pretty good cosine. There's that's another one down here point. that you probably would not have been, you would not have fared as well against um, Andrew Oler with Shirano, Sloan, Vader, Dauntless, and four academies. That's the classic Sloan Swarm. I I hate that list. That list uh, drives me absolutely insane. Yeah, that one that can take a while to get Sloan off the board on that one. Decimator yeah. reinforcing. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's, yeah you're placing at each other at that point. But that's yeah. the but that's the beauty of it, right? Right, Patrick, with with Lumi, right? Like if he doesn't kill Lumi and Lumi's out of shot with with Chernu, I mean Chernu never has the uh, never has the <laughs> yeah, reinforce. You, you trade you trade Luminara for two rounds of not letting Chernu get his his reinforced token and you're probably going to kill him anyway yeah i was gonna say you throw nine dice at him even with yeah. upgrade like oh my gosh that's yeah you'll go down so was this Nora wexley was in um a uh, fourth thin cut joshua richardson was this the arc looks like it must have been the arc right Ta-da. that would i would oh, assume uh, for a three ship yeah. list i would assume yes because you're not flying a Y-Wing with just a whole upgrade. No, it's the arc. Yeah, it'd have to be. Yeah. Good for Nora. I do, I do love Kanan on any Millennium Falcon. I really do. It's one of the upgrades that I'm not, like, I personally don't use it because I don't like paying that much for a crew card just on general principle. But, uh, you know, being able to three hard, uh, or sorry, being able to stress and then... Uh, Take a what like a three bank or a two hard with Nora and you know pop a force and she's taking an action next turn. It's just it's good value. Yeah. Not to mention actually flying across debris with Han is probably the more classic use of the thing. Yeah, you can all, all your ship styles are opened up with Kanan. Yep. If Jake needs to just three bank or something, you can you can clear a stress. The one well, one hard off of stress is probably the one that I would u- end up using the most with Jake and a Kanan and a Kanan and a Jake list. Let's see, it's good stuff. L three Dangar Bosk, that's a motherfucker. Yeah, Marcel that's nasty. was saying that one that hits hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bosk will jack you up quick with the what is uh, Lando Greedo perceptive yeah i there's this boss build's been popping up a lot in a lot of you know a lot of stream games and it just like lighter ships like m3a's um droids like anything where you really where you really only can take one hit and then you're taking you know you're taking crits that boss could go through you with the quickness and then i mean you know swarm dengar okay why not 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 uh, my with the proton and maul like come on that's <laughs> i'm just thinking like what else could you use that swarm tactics for but i you know you're running a two ship list i guess you know it's, uh, it's three Patrick, shots though if they shoot dingar it's yeah it's an Patrick, how do you how do you think you would have tackled this list um florent menu uh the, the Light and Dree Proton Rockets Baron Swarm. That is an interesting oh list. That's that an interesting list. list. I want to play that list. Um, find it. It's, it's not the Inquisitor. It's actually the Baron. We've we've got a long history of bitching on this show about the uh, Inquisitor being so much more powerful, but of course they've you know they've been working on that, and it looks like looks like he did okay. I mean, four top four after Swiss. Um, went out in the round of 16. 
it looks strong to me. I mean, it looks like that it looks one, like if you don't approach that, that one, right. I mean, with a reposition into a focus, and, and you've got a, uh, a medium blocker, a small blocker, and you know, uh, light and dre out there to give you to chuck out some rerolls. Like, yeah, that's probably yeah. Jeff. That's probably the exact kind of list where you would get the most out of Lighten. Although the the Lighten Seven Academies is apparently pretty just pretty good too. It's right. it's not fun to play against. <laughs> yeah, it's Patrick, I don't know if you listen on this show, but I got Sherry to get back into two point and that's the list that she's been flying and it's it's nasty. I mean you could you could argue that it's fairly easy to take down, right? Like one or two shots and a TIE fighter dies. But if they're all coming at you, it's so hard to like not get bumped and not get shot at. Yeah. That list would give my Jedi problems because I'm at 200, he's at 199. So, yeah. those parents are boosting and focusing after my Jedi move. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. One one turn boosting and focusing. Like, yeah, uh, so it's. Lumi, Lumi would have to do a lot of work jamming in that list. Mm-hmm. I don't think she'd be enough. What is the what is the Alpha Squadron pilot? What ship is that? That's, That's the a... Interceptor. That's the I 1 Interceptor. Oh, yep. and then a, just an uh, initiative three Tie Fighter Obsidian. Uh, yeah. I thought Obsidian Squad was. The, isn't Obsidian two. Squad the? Uh, what's it called? Isn't it's, that the generic for the for the heavy? No, it's it's a Tie Fighter. Yeah, it is a Tie Fighter. It's a, it's oh. I think it's a net two. It might be three, but I think it's two. No, black. I, I know the I three is Black Squad. Yeah, that's what I thought too. So. Right. Uh, Thank God we have. Thank God we just keep. Uh, oh no! Okay, I'm sorry. That's I, Onyx Squad. I do. The, I'm, uh, trying, I'm doing. The trying to build it. Yeah, that's why I'm like. Oh, it's the brute. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I, I, that's why I was asking Patrick because he's got he's got some blocking against your seven Bs. Um, he's got he's got the his his mini aces that move after your seven Bs. Um, he's got the rerolls. He's got the. I mean. Yeah, you can jam off a focus token that's going to uh, that's going to keep one of them from getting the proton rockets, but uh, that seems like it would be that would be a tough one to tackle. What do you think? You what do you think you'd go for first? Uh, well, I'd spread out my Jedi, so he has to pick one, and I get my others behind him. And got a bait and run. That'd be the that'd be the only way I'd be able to beat that list. That's that's what I did with the gets uh, the M3A. Swarm. I just came at three different angles. He attacked Lumi first, and then he switched to another Jedi, and I frustrated past his list. So he had like four ships, not even getting attacked. And that's what you'd have to do here. You have to like just bait and run. Right, you, and you go for one of the Barons first. Right, you get you make sure that those Prockets don't get go off. You got to get rid of the. I I, yeah. I would probably go after Lighten first, just because calculates on a one evade three die ship start running out pretty quickly especially when you're throwing you know nine to ten reds at it but i guess the problem is that if you do that you're just setting him up to to drop those prockets on you right right the thing drew you uh you ran into kenneth uh kenneth line who came in 13th in swiss with his Hollow triple sign our Jameis. You want to talk about that matchup a little bit? Um, I I didn't uh, I, I haven't played um I haven't played. Oh, I thought, um, I'm Kenneth, sorry. I thought you said you did. No, I did. I so I played Kenneth. He's been he's been practicing with me for the past couple of days because I am going to a tournament this weekend or going Gamescape, to right? Going to quote unquote yeah, Gamescape SF is throwing a tournament. Um, but Kenneth has been flying stuff at me that is stuff that he's wanting to try out and things that he knows that I need to like test against. Um. And he hasn't played the hollow CNR Jameis engineers on me, but I flew I flew that list once against my um, Republic roommate, and oh my gosh, it is so fun! Like it <laughs> it, it feels like the Jedi and Lumi without the jam, right? Like it's yeah. it is just ridiculous. There's so much health in the in the silencer, and the ship is so fun to fly. 
uh, I imagine it would be very similar, other than the fact that, you know, Lumi can just be like, hey, I've got two focus, and I got to jam the best action off your favorite ship, right? Like, Yeah, it's just that, that speed, that focus boost, and you can just you can put your arcs anywhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's fun, man. Yeah, shout out to Captain Flynn. He's doing well here. It was a top 16, right? Or was it 32? Yeah, he, uh, top 32. Top 32, yeah, man. But, I mean, he's he's cracked. A, he, won a, he won one of the GSP qualifiers with this list, didn't he? He did a while ago, yeah. Yeah. We get to have him on before then. So, good stuff. How do you – that was the one thing, Patrick. How how do you do with, a, like, a swarm of Initiative 1 blockers? Like, do you think, um, as you said before, you got to split the Jedi and kind of choose? Or – yeah, so I would just I'll send two Jedi screaming up the opposite side of them, and I just keep like the other Jedi that's directly opposite of them. Just have him kind of slow roll, so they have the straight towards him, kind of fake right. with them while the other two get behind him, and then Lumi kind of just approaches middle-ish, and he just you come at through angles, so they have yep. to choose. Yeah, they choose to go one way or split their forces. Makes sense. And th- that's what's so good about that soft one on the Jedi Knight. You can soft one barrel roll and then focus and keep yourself away from everyone at, like, range three, right? Yeah, so I would just, like, hide behind a gas cloud where I could one hard right behind a gas cloud, then I can barrel roll either way if I wanted. Or you mm-hmm. just stay there if you're in trouble, and then you can fly straight over it with full throttle. So. Yeah. To get that double, or not the double repo, but the single repo. Yeah. So good. Jeff, what do you think of Steve Cotillo's list? I'm you're looking our, at you're it right now. Created. I'm literally looking at it right now. I'm like, holy shit. Yes, I can, yes, I can read your mind. Brass. It is a skill I have. Balls of brass, man. Yeah. So it, this is uh, <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi is a 62-point Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, he, he's got... Predator, no no auto blasters or anything. He went for stealth. Uh, he went for hull upgrade over stealth device and R five astromech. So basically, he's just like, okay, hit hit me, I'll disengage and heal. Yep. Um. I I, I just that is just balls of brass. I was I was literally looking at that as you talked to me. I I can't even imagine. I mean, I, I've been running nine hit points, but and this is ten hit or uh, this is what uh, twelve hit points. But yep. I've been running with stealth device, and with stealth device, it's like you can't touch me, you can't touch me, you can't touch me. Bang! Fuck! I'm dead. <laughs> Dang. I mean, it is. That's that's what it is. It's, it's being you are you are the classic boxer with a jaw not made of glass, but of like candy cane. Yeah, I mean, like uh, like Tiffany Crystal or whatever, but yeah, Waterford Crystal. You, you can't <laughs> you can't hit me until you touch me, and I and I hit the mat. But yep. this guy, man, he's like he's counting on you're not going to kill me, so I'm going to get out. I'm going to take your half points away, and um and by that time, once so the thing that I've found is especially in TTS. If you get ahead on points and you can take other people's half points away, they just don't have time to do anything about it. Yeah. They don't have time. Time, time moves differently on TTS. It does. Um, it is amazing how fast that clock just vanishes. I, I Props to you, uh, Steve Cotillo, because that is just that badass. Um, Actually... Patrick, that's also what I wanted to talk to you about. How were how was playing on uh, so many games on TTS? Did you ever feel strapped for time in any of your matches, other than like you know the final when you're you know you know that like this is the last right like the last turn or the last you know few minutes you had or anything like that? Uh, time time wasn't too much of an issue. They give you pretty much ten minutes to like load everything up and then you just go. Okay. Okay. Uh, Dion would give you eighty-five minutes. Just once he puts around turns up, you have eighty-five minutes to finish your game. Like set mm-hmm. up, play, and finish. Okay. So, cool. So an extra, an extra ten minutes then. Ish. Yeah. So if you set up in five minutes and you start your own seventy-five minute timer and you're off. So, so did you? How many? How many rounds per game do you think you got average? 
Um, I'm kind of a slower player. You guys know that. So on TTS, that is a little quicker. So I'd yeah. say 10 to 11, maybe. The, the the nice thing about TTS and this and you know we are going to now compliment that which we despise Jeff um, the rounds where nothing happens TTS you you get through those a lot faster with TTS yeah it's like it's just bang 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 flip the dials back over bang 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 all right we're moving on and even those like ones where like everybody just crashes into each other yeah and those like, are faster too in real life you're like sitting there moving the ship a little yeah. bit <laughs> that's gonna be hard to read that is gonna be impossible to readjust to when we go back to playing on tables where it's like fuck we forgot how much we hate bumping <laughs> into each other yeah, um, the thing that's the thing that tts slows down in my experience is those rounds where there's actual play happening where there's actual <laughs> Where there's actual, you know, maneuvering and shooting at each other. TTS just drags. I, I, I just, I, I was telling Vince that I played against a player who uh, is experienced on TTS, and and I'm just learning it. So it's like I, I'm not used to video game interface or anything. And and we got in like eight rounds, and I said, "Wow, that was that was just such a slow." game like i wasn't telling him he was slow playing i was just like that was just slow you know and and he said no nah, that was about average for tts and i was just like oh my god that was excruciating i can't i can't imagine average games of 10 of eight rounds i just can't i i i never would have lasted an x-wing yeah i'm i'm having to retire from tts for my own sanity um so i'm gonna take another five months off and then hopefully by then we'll be back to playing regular games but we are running right up on the clock here pat's got to head out because i assume familial duties uh yeah my daughter's about to go to bed so yeah perfectly understandable we will endeavor to have you back just as soon as we can thank you for coming on and congratulations on taking down a damn near 200 player tournament 170 right. players congrats man yeah, Same dude. You. you won Amazing. something else recently or came in second to something recently, right? Uh, not New, not news recently. to him. <laughs> I'm not for sure I saw you, I saw you do, that, do well in something else. That was like our Jank Tank League. Yeah. Other than that, the uh, online play, I've been doing too many tournaments. So. Right. You're always good, Patrick. You're always yeah, good. Well, uh, the notorious Natty Patty, the man whose dice have fried me on more than one occasion. Uh, thank you, sir, for joining us. We will endeavor to bring you back just as soon as we can. All right. See you guys. That, I, think, I think we'll take that as our opportunity also to step on out. Uh, Jeff and Drew, sign off as you prefer. Hey, everybody. This is our 100th 100th show. show. Ish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit of Jeff digging at me, which I entirely deserve. Oh, no, that was me, too. I was like, ish, right? Like, I don't keep track. And Jeff was like, squints at me on the on the Discord chat. And I was like, I'm sorry, Jeff, I don't remember. Right. <laughs> uh, this is our 100th show. We have, we have hit that triple-digit Rubicon. So we'll see. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll talk to you in two, uh, next week.